This is the 13th episode of the series, The Lord Has an Indictment Against the Nations. Let us follow the word proclaimed by the Spirit of Truth about faith. The word is God. Believing the word is believing in God and Jesus Christ. Open your Bible to Galatians 3 verse 23 to 24. Now before faith came, we were held captive under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. This age now is the time of faith. So then the law was our guardian until Christ came, in order that we might be justified by faith. This faith is not the faith that people thought of vaguely until now. This means faith in reality. Let us read John 5 verse 24. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me, he who sent Jesus Christ is Father God, has eternal life and does not come into judgment, but has passed out of death into life. The person who is faith has come in reality. She has been interpreting the spiritual thoughts with spiritual words and has been guiding us into all the truth as she carries out the word. This is so that we would believe in the living God and be justified. This faith was also prophesied of in Isaiah 43 verse 10. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, so that you may know and believe me and understand that I am He. Before me there was no God formed, and there will be none after me. In order to have faith, you have to know who you believe in. The Jews back in Jesus' time did not know that Jesus was the Son of God who came to this earth biblically. Although Jesus said that He was the Son of God that God has sent to this earth, people did not believe. Instead, they used those words to sue Him by the world's law and brutally sentenced Him to death. They used the Old Testament scripture, yet they did not believe the written word of God. It is the same now in this age. Anyone can read the Bible. They did not know the mystery of the kingdom of heaven hidden within the Bible. Yet they thought they knew and they deceitfully went against God. Until the time of faith, until God's appointed time, the Christians who used the Bible did not believe the word of God. Yet they thought they believed. Actually, they did not even know about Jesus Christ and God. Just saying that you believe is easy for anyone. In that state, the master of that person's thoughts and heart is a demon. If the demon does not leave completely, it will keep obstructing you so that you will not believe the truth. The enemy possesses people's thoughts and hearts. It obstructs them from receiving all of the good things that come to them. The demons lie from the beginning. They deceitfully pretended to believe inside the church. They do not even believe that no one can deceive God. This is God Himself revealing the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Believing the word is believing in God and Jesus Christ. Let us prove it. Turn to Psalm 106 verse 12. Then they believed His words. They sang His praise. However, the demons lie from the beginning. In verse 13 to 14, They quickly forgot his works. They did not wait for his counsel, but craved intensely in the wilderness, 
and tempted God in the desert. You are spiritual like this when your soul is not purified. You believe, then you do not believe. You forget and sin again. Why was this written? Is this only about the people back when Moses and Aaron were alive during the Exodus? No. Let us read further. Verse 15 to 27. So he gave them their request, but sent a wasting disease among them. When they became envious of Moses in the camp and of Aaron, the Holy One of the Lord. Aaron is a Levitical priest. In today's terms, he is a pastor. But he is called the Holy One of God. During the Exodus, God sent the ten plagues and divided the Red Sea for the people of Israel to cross over safely. The Egyptian army who followed them drowned in the Red Sea. Even after seeing all of the works of God, they did not believe God and they envied Moses and Aaron. Is this over with back then? The demon was the master of their heart. Thus, they forgot their identity and they became jealous of the leaders who proclaimed the word of God on God's behalf. In the end, they were judged by God. The earth opened and swallowed up Dathan and engulfed the company of Abiram and a fire blazed up in their company. The flame consumed the wicked. This is the characteristic of the people whose heart's master is a demon. They are not aware of their position. God has written these things to instruct everyone who reads the Bible. The wicked go alive to eternal hell as a consequence of their words and actions. The wicked who die from being judged like this will have no second chance. They bore such a fatal outcome back then. How much worse will it be now in this age? That is why it says in John 16 verse 9 about sin. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. And it says that the unbelievers are lawlessness, darkness, and Belial. Turn to 2 Corinthians 6 verse 14 to 18. Do not be bound together with unbelievers. For what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? Or what harmony has Christ with Belial? Belial means worthless, useless, wicked, one who torments the children of God and obstructs God's holy ministry, Satan or his subordinate. It means that the believers of Christ and the unbelievers who are Belial cannot be together. During the six days, for 2,000 years in terms of the New Testament, they stayed together in the church. But on the third day, which is now, God separates the believers and the unbelievers. Thus, this verse comes true now in this age. This is the reason why God creates us again with the new covenant. Or what has a believer in common with an unbeliever? Or what agreement has the temple of God with idols? When you walk with God, with your soul purified, when you are created again by the word of God, when you are born again of God, when you are born again of water and the spirit, you are the temple of God. An idol is an image of a person or thing carved out of gold, silver, wood, or stone to be used as an object of worship. Idolatry is the act of going against God or giving the glory that should go to God to another being instead. 
Even psychological areas such as greed are decreed as idols. Turn to Romans 1 verse 21 to 23. For even though they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks, but they became futile in their speculations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Demons enter people through their thoughts. It is by the fruit of the thoughts that people are destroyed. Your body moves according to who the master of your thought is. Thus, eternal punishment and eternal life depends on whether the master of your heart is a demon or God. Professing to be wise, they became fools. Foolish means he not only lacks intellectual judgment and is unwise, but he is also lacking knowledge religiously and is by nature brutal. It especially means people who lack spiritual understanding like beasts. Foolish, in other words, is unwise or senseless. And exchange the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man and of birds and four-footed animals. Birds and animals include all the beasts. This refers to humans who are so lowly as to have no dignity as a human. And crawling creatures. This means insects, worthless and lowly beings. So it says in Colossians 3 verse 5 to 6, Therefore, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which amounts to idolatry. For it is because of these things that the wrath of God will come upon the sons of disobedience. What agreement do these idols have with the temple of God? Let us return to 2 Corinthians 6 verse 16. For we are the temple of the living God. You must be created again with the new covenant to truly be the temple of God. Just as God said, I will dwell in them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Now is the age for this to come true. This can only be done by spiritual battle. You can never become the temple of God and be holy if you are in the home for demons. Therefore, come out from their midst and be separate, says the Lord. The chosen children and people of God come out from the midst of Belial, the lawless ones, the idols, the darkness. Let us see the answer to where Belial is. Turn to Matthew 7 verse 22 to 23. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. The people who practice lawlessness are those who prophesy in Jesus' name, cast out demons, and perform many miracles in Jesus' name. They are the Belial. Discern the Christian leaders around the world according to this truth. Belial is the idol, the one who practices lawlessness, the worthless, the wicked, the unbeliever. However, they prophesy by using the name of Jesus and God. Thus, they are all inside the church. How would the congregation react when they realize that they were deceived all their lives? Jesus Christ says that He never knew them, yet they boast that they have done great works in the Lord's name. 
They brag about how they cast out demons, healed, and performed many miracles just like Jesus. Why do they not see this verse? And in the ministry of Jesus, the most notable thing was how he cast out demons. But why did he say this? This is why he is called the tested stone. Thus, the ones who practiced lawlessness are Belial. They are not working outside the church. They are inside the church, using the Lord's name. That is, Jesus' name and God's name. Let us look further into Belial. Turn to Matthew 23, verse 1 to 5. Then Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees have seated themselves in the chair of Moses. Therefore, all that they tell you, do and observe, but do not do according to their deeds. For they say things and do not do them. They tie up heavy burdens and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves are unwilling to move them with so much as a finger. But they do all their deeds to be noticed by men, for they broaden their phylacteries and lengthen the tassel of their garments. Tassel means the edge of clothing. It is made of many strands of threads. It is a blue cord that hangs at the edge of the outer garment as a decoration worn by the Jews at the time. This means to obey the commandment of God in all areas of life and to engrave it deep into your heart. Even in this day, pastors get academic degrees, wear gowns, list their degrees in their resume, and boast about themselves. Verse 6 to 8 says, they love the place of honor at banquets and the chief seats in the synagogues and respectful greetings in the marketplaces and being called rabbi by men. But do not be called rabbi, for one is your teacher and you are all brothers. Jesus Christ had come to this earth at the time, so everyone who taught with the Bible should have gone to Jesus Christ and received the word of God through him. However, not even John the Baptist did that, even though he recognized him. For one is your teacher. Jesus Christ was referring to himself. However, the teachers both back then and now in this age do not accept him. They do not even try to listen because they want to maintain their power. Instead, they prevent even their congregation from hearing the truth by framing him as a cult and blaspheming the great work of God. Verse 9 to 10, Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father, he who is in heaven. Do not be called leaders, for one is your leader, that is, Christ. Even after hearing these words, the people back then did not believe. It is the same in this age. The truth is not revealed in several places through many people. The reason for this is to make everyone be united in truth. It is to prevent the truth from being distorted and to make God be the only God in the whole world. When God becomes the only God in the whole world, that is when the demons go to the abyss. One star that fell from heaven to earth is the angel of the abyss who was given the key of the abyss. This star, the angel of the abyss, is standing in Babylon, the great harlot, which is the home for demons. Turn to Revelation 17, verse 7 to 8. And the angel said to me, Why do you wander? 
I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carries her, which has the seven heads and the ten horns. The beast that you saw was and is not, and is about to come up out of the abyss and go to destruction. And those who dwell on the earth, whose name has not been written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, will wander when they see the beast, that he was and is not and will come. The angel of the abyss is the head of Belial. They are the leaders standing at the gate that leads to destruction. With the eye of truth, they are the idol, darkness, and unbeliever. They are the cult and heretics. However, back in the early churches, Christianity was condemned as a cult by Judaism, which could be considered as the orthodox religion. Turn to Acts 24 verse 5. For we have found this man a real pest and a fellow who stirs up dissension among all the Jews throughout the world. The Jews at the time sued Apostle Paul because he was stirring up all the Jews back then and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. Nazareth means guard post or watchtower. Nazareth is where Jesus' mother Mary received the word about conceiving Christ. Mary and Joseph lived in this town before fleeing to Egypt to escape King Herod's massacre of children. Even after returning from Egypt, they stayed in Nazareth. Even during his public ministry, he came to Nazareth several times and spread the gospel, but they rejected him and even threatened his life. In the Gospels and the Book of Acts, Jesus Christ was often referred to as Jesus the Nazarene. Matthew 2 verse 23 says, And came and lived in a city called Nazareth. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. Actually, Nazareth was a very small town in Galilee, which is near Gentile territory, so the Jews at the time considered Nazareth as Gentile land. They despised and ridiculed the people of Nazareth. Thus, God's plan for the salvation of the Gentiles was revealed more clearly because Jesus was called a Nazarene. Jesus being called a Nazarene is proof that Jesus Christ was sent not only for the Jews, but also for the Gentiles. Also, Jesus Christ was called a Nazarene sect for proclaiming the gospel which seemed to go against the law. However, from then on and until now, it became an honorable name. In conclusion, a sect is, first, a belief or a religious faction that deviates from orthodox tradition. In the original scripture, it means choice or opinion, and it simply means faction or group. Second, it means a faction in the church. In 1 Corinthians 11 verse 19, For there must also be factions among you, so that those who are approved may become evident among you. This prophecy has been fulfilled. A faction means a group of people in a large group. This term was used to reprove the factional division within the Church of Corinth. The Church of Corinth was founded in Paul's second missionary journey. After Paul left, the church was divided into Paul's faction, Apollos' faction, Cephas' faction, and Christ's faction. Third, a sect means a heretical group with different religious beliefs. These are the three basic meanings. 
The heresy in 2 Peter 2 verse 1 means a sect that teaches wrong doctrines which are not the truth. In the original scripture, it means different choosing. This means the act of following a teaching other than the gospel. The cult that pertains to this is in Titus 3 verse 9 to 11. But avoid foolish controversies and genealogies and strife and disputes about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. Reject the factious men after a first and second warning, knowing that such a man is perverted and is sinning, being self-condemned. The sect that pertains to this verse is the real cult. They teach lies in the name of Jesus and God instead of proclaiming the word of God according to the Bible. Thus, the term cult in today's terms mostly means straying from the gospel and teaching another gospel which is different from the Bible or creating factions and division within the church. The heretic and cult in the Bible is the false prophet who teaches false teachings, a savage wolf, the false brothers who sneaked in, and the enemies of the cross of Christ. They set their minds on earthly things. Also, cults are the people who follow the way of Balaam in 2 Peter 2 verse 15 and Jude 1 verse 11, the people who crept in unnoticed prophesied of in Jude 1 verse 4 are the cults. The way of Cain and the rebellion of Korah in Jude 1 verse 11 are the cults. The Antichrist prophesied of in 1 John 2 verse 18 is the cult. It is also the false teacher in 2 Peter 2 verse 1, the self-proclaimed apostle in Revelation 2 verse 2, and the synagogue of Satan who says they are Jews in verse 9. A cult is also the self-proclaimed prophet in verse 20. In conclusion, a cult is in Galatians 5 verse 19 to 21. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality. They use God's name and Jesus' name and change the Bible into earthly and worldly things. They worship different gods or even love the things of the world more than God. A sect is also in 1 Peter 5 verse 2. Shepherd the flock of God among you, exercising oversight not under compulsion, but voluntarily according to the will of God, and not for sordid gain, but with eagerness. A cult is a pastor who uses the ministry for sordid gain as a way to make a living. The unclean demons enter because pastors who should be proclaiming the word of God did not discern spiritual thoughts with spiritual words, but distorted the word into commandments of men and worldly things. Jesus, the Son of God, taught the word of God, but the Pharisees, scribes, and the elders at that time not only did not recognize the Son of God who came biblically, but also went against Him. They are the demons who teach and the cults who teach lies different from the Bible. They are spiritual murderers. These enemies do not enter the kingdom of God, and they prevent others from entering also. It is the same in this age. They abolish the word of the living God with their teaching of demons. Yet, even with that fatal sin, they shamelessly claim to be right. 
It's because of them that the children of God who should live are dying. We must resist the devil. The spiritual battle is the fight against them. People who are in their imagination do not fight. They think God will take care of it and they do nothing. They think that they have faith if they just say that they believe. Such unclean demons entered the human heart through their thoughts. It was the Jews at the time who killed the Son Jesus Christ the most brutally. But who would have known that the preachers who use the Bible on the pulpit are sending people to hell? To those sects, Grace World Church appears foolish for proclaiming the truth, believing the truth, and living the truth. Turn to 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18 to 21. For the word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. Those who are perishing are Belial and the cult. In their eyes, Reverend Okjushin and Grace Road Church seem foolish. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. The destructive heretics Belial taught, Jesus died on the cross with all of our sins, so we just need to believe and confess with our lips and we will be saved. We have been saved already, so do not doubt. They taught people to become talkers. If they simply confess, I am a sinner, Jesus, be my Savior and forgive my sins, in Jesus' name, Amen. If he simply says that, no matter what sin he committed, even murder, even if he was on his sickbed, they teach that he is saved. Such a deceitful lie became food that goes down smoothly for people whose master of their heart is a demon. In their eyes, we seem foolish for carrying out the commandment of Jesus Christ and God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. This wisdom is the wisdom taught by demons. That is the wisdom of the people who belong to this world. They think they already know the Bible and they think they will go to heaven when they physically die. They are completely deceived and they deceive other people. God will destroy that wisdom. And the cleverness of the clever I will set aside. Where is the wise man? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not come to know God, God was well pleased through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. The foolishness of the message preached is the mystery of the word of the cross. Since we have understood and kept the mystery of the word of the cross, we truly believe in Jesus Christ and Father God. This salvation has come true for us because we have kept this word by carrying it out for the past 13 years already. Verse 27, But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. The wise who are put to shame are the people who think they are wise, such as the people who translated the Bible, wrote Bible dictionaries, learned and taught the original scripture, or earned doctorate degrees. They were not given the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is the wisdom that will put all wise men of the world to shame. When you walk with God, you will be wiser and have more understanding than this whole world. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong and the base things of the world and the despised God has chosen. 
This was a prophecy about Grace Road Church, which has now been fulfilled and is now in progress. We have been despised for the past 13 years. God has chosen the things that are not so that He may nullify the things that are, so that no man may boast before God. This is the reason why God has chosen us. This is God's love and counsel so that no man in the whole world may boast before God. That is why God said in Hosea 14 verse 9, Whoever is wise, let him understand these things. Whoever is discerning, let him know them. For the ways of the Lord are right, and the righteous will walk in them. This righteous is called righteous, not because we did not sin at all, but because God had already chosen us before time began. He has sent us to this earth in His appointed time, and He has been turning us away from all transgressions. The way of the Lord is the duty that man must rightly keep, or the teaching that becomes the basis. In other words, it is called the way, the truth, the way of God, the way of Christ, the word of the cross, the way of truth, and the way of righteousness. But transgressors will stumble in them. This has already come true for the past 13 years. The way of the Lord has never been fulfilled exactly in reality since creation until now. God did not permit His way to the wicked. God Himself has revealed His way to us. The righteous who carry out His way are the people who have been sent to this earth from heaven. This way was prophesied of in 750 BC. The righteous and the wicked were together. Then God separates the wicked from among the righteous when this way comes true. We have seen with our own eyes and heard the people who have stumbled in this way. Now, all this is being fulfilled in this age in reality. Amen. The time has come now. Stop preaching and hearing lies different from the Bible. God works through people. Jesus Christ came in flesh and so has the Spirit of Truth. Hear what the Spirit of Truth says to the churches. The Time of Grace on FBC2. Every Saturday and Sunday morning, 8.30 to 9. Visit us now on YouTube and Facebook at GR Church Fiji.